Logan Broom, Real Live Podcast. All right, what's up? What you got to say to the viewers? Oh, yeah, what's up? Hope y'all having a good day. Let's get into it. Man, honestly, I'm an Auburn fan, but I got to be honest, I'm a little bit nervous about it. Kentucky's still looking all right, you know, coming out with quarterback Joey Gatewood. You know, he's from Auburn. So, you know, it kind of got me a little bit nervous. You know, we lost a lot of our receiving staff. We still got Seth Williams, though. Lost a little bit of defensive linemen. But I think I think we're still going to be pretty strong. I think we're going to pull out the win. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think it'll be one of the most underrated games of the day. Uh, Bo Nix, good quarterback. You know, Joey Gatewood or Terry Wilson, whichever one they started quarterback, either one of them is probably going to do good. And the offensive line is one of the best in the SEC for Kentucky. Auburn's got one of the best D lines. I know they lost a lot of people, but I still think they'll be good up front. I like Auburn, but I don't think it'll be uh, as bad as some people would say it would be. But the line's seven and a half, so more than seven and a half or less than seven and a half? Honestly, I'm going to say we'll probably probably be winning by a field goal. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd have to say I agree with that more than likely. Um, I don't think Auburn's bad. I don't think Kentucky's bad, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, it's I both two like good teams. Even yeah, both but, two good teams, you know, start of the season. They're both going to look a little rough at times, but they're also both going to look really good at times. We'll definitely see what uh, Kentucky's made up of as far as the SEC goes. The SEC East, you know? Yeah. They're going to be able to beat, you know, Georgia and Kentucky and Tennessee if they can hang with them. Yeah. But Auburn, this is definitely a big game for Auburn. It's a ranked team they're playing. Believe it or not, I don't know if you knew that or not. Yeah, ranked 23rd, right? Yeah, 23rd. And and Auburn's at 8. And Auburn's at 8, so it's a good chance for Auburn. Gus Malzahn to get a big win early because Auburn really needs this one because uh, they have to play Georgia next week. Yeah, I know, so, for real. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, Auburn, one of the big off the bat, so it'll be interesting. Yeah, no doubt, but, no doubt. Uh, I guess we'll move on over to Alabama, Missouri. The uh, point spread's 28 and a half. I think, we just got lucky to get Missouri. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good, you know, spread right there because, I mean, I think it's going to be a blowout. Yeah. I, Missouri's – I heard they had like 12 guys out, you know. And uh, with our offense, if they have 12 guys out, I don't care. If they're on the defensive side of the ball, it's going to be a long Yeah, no doubt. Missouri. I mean, Missouri really hasn't showed us nothing they're, for the uh, nine years. Missouri hasn't been that team, you know. The last guy they had, man, you talked about it, was Drew Locke. Yeah, really. I don't even know if he was that good. And Albert O, I don't know if you remember him. He had a long last name. He was one of their tight ends last year. But, you know, he went to the Broncos. But other than that, they hadn't really had anybody. And, you know, they got a new coach and a new quarterback. One of their quarterbacks is going to be a transfer. I think it's guaranteed one of them is going to be a – whichever one's a starting quarterback is going to be a transfer. So – Something new, you know. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. But uh, I think Alabama should be able to take that one easily. You know, we got McDonald's, Jalen Waddle, Devontae, Najee. 
a bunch of guys. Our offensive line's good. We got Leatherwood and Evan Neal back. I mean, y'all have a lot of guys coming back from last year, right? Yeah, offensively, we got a lot of guys coming back. We're a, we're a little uh, a little uh, stretched out on the defensive side of the ball. We got a lot of young guys starting. Uh, we got two two uh, freshmen starting, Logan. Dang, dude. But, on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, you do got to look at it like this, though. Waddle was a freshman starting out, too, and he was probably one of y'all's best receivers that y'all had last year. Yeah. You know, he put up, uh, I think it was 1,200 all-purpose yards returning and uh, receiving. Yeah, which is crazy so, as a freshman. I think, I think he put up uh, just as many return yards as he did receiving. Yeah, probably did. I mean, you know, Alabama was, had a lot of weapons out there with Judy and Ruggs, so, I mean – for him to even get that amount of yards. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was definitely a game for him against Auburn. You know, I hate to bring that up, but Auburn beat us. Yeah. I mean, it's a bad thing to bring up. It's a bad thing to bring up for Alabama fans, and it's also bad for Auburn's defense because Waddle went off and we lost. So, yeah. You know. I mean, he carried y'all. Though. Like, I mean, there ain't nothing to it. Like, I mean, he literally carried y'all the whole game. It wasn't the best of the Iron Bowls. I think we can agree on that. It was it was uh, an offensive game, which is fun, but the defense did not show up really for either side. Yeah, that is very true. And uh, the key part of Auburn's offense last year against us, the two people that really really shocked me, well, not really shocked me, one of them shocked me was Booby uh, Whitlow. I didn't expect him to do as, as good as he did. He did all right. Yeah. You know, I didn't, I didn't expect him to do as good as he did. And he's gone. Obviously, he's in Western Illinois. Yeah. And then Seth, Seth Williams, who I believe is uh, very underrated. Hey, man, you can't leave out my boy Will Hastings neither, you know. I mean, I've liked him since he got to Auburn. And he showed outs, too. You know, he had a few good catches, clutch moments. Yeah, I remember that. But, uh, yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how that defense does. Uh, didn't play good last year. You know, we had Dylan Moses going last year. Uh, he's back, so we'll definitely be able to see him and you know the younger guys and see how they blend together. Yeah. But uh, we'll move on to Georgia, Arkansas. I don't really know the spread, but I believe it may be uh, about the same as Alabama, maybe 22 and a half. Uh, I don't really know. I think that game should be played in Athens, but I'm not positive. I don't know. You have to check. Y'all may have to check me on that. But. Uh, what do you think about Georgia? Do you think they'll uh, run the table, or do you think Arkansas will put up a fight? Honestly, I think Georgia is going to come out. I think they'll beat them. I think it's only going to be by, like, 14, 21 to 14, which, I mean, it's still pretty bad. But, I mean, I think it's going to be, you know, decently close until the second half. Yeah, I could see that happening. Uh, I think Arkansas, they're a changed offense. You know, they got Felipe Franks. I don't know if you're going to do, you, uh, do that. Oh, he left, he left Florida? Yeah. Oh, Lord. Yeah, he's in Arkansas now. Oh, snap. So, uh, it's, uh, it's different. It'll be different. It'll be a different system they run. You know, they got a new coach. They hired uh, Georgia's offensive line coach, their head coach. Yeah. It's kind of surprising. But uh, Pittman, I, I don't know. I guess we'll see what they do. They got a thousand-yard rusher in the backfield. Of course, Franks. You know they'll have some guys offensively. My concern for them is probably defense. I don't really know too much about the defense, but I know Georgia's offense. See, that's what's going to match up well in this game. 
Georgia's the offense has got a new – you know, they got a new quarterback. They lost, like, all their offensive linemen, but maybe – and – They lost Arkansas, a lot of their weapons on offense. They got really. a new coach and a new system being ran. Yeah. Talking about Georgia? Yeah, Georgia's offense versus that Arkansas defense will be interesting because I don't know. We'll, we'll see who's uh, who's uh, playing better and prepared better. Yeah. Because I don't really think Arkansas's defense is hitting on too much. And Georgia's offense, you know, is their offense is new. They're starting a, a redshirt freshman, Dwan Mathis. Uh, it was projected to be yeah. a kid from yeah. Lake Forest, you know. And he uh, – and he – he uh, ended up opting out of the season. But uh, JT Daniels, I thought he'd be the star. Yeah. He's from USC. They got him too. But I guess the other guys are the real deal. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. But, yeah, I like uh, I like Georgia by, like you yeah. said, 14 or 21. I definitely think, you know, with the new offense and everything. But, uh, I mean, it's going like, to be pretty rough on Georgia to begin with. But we got to look at who's coaching them. You know, it's Kirby Smart. He's he knows what he's doing. He's been in the game for a while. He's gonna be able to put in a good game plan. Yeah, it'll it'll be a good game for defense. The defensive side of the ball, especially. I think Georgia's defense is better than their offense. But uh, you know, Kirby's not an offensive guy. And uh, yeah, but I think they'll be well prepared. You know, they got George Pickens. I'm sure you remember him, the kid from Hoover. They got uh, Pickens. They got Zamir White. I think they'll do well. We'll go ahead and uh, move on over yeah. to the NFL because we covered the three local teams, you know, three teams around here. So it's basically all the people that are uh, that will be viewing this podcast who, who they're interested in. But uh, we'll move on over to um, move on over to fantasy football. Uh, who do you think? Is who do you think are the best fantasy players right now? And who okay, do you not right have now, fantasy, uh, like, team? see, you got to count in the players that are you know questionable and injured. You know, Julio's definitely one of those top players, but right now he's questionable, so he's probably not going to be getting that many you know balls thrown at him and stuff like that. So he's probably not going to be putting up that many points. But you got to look at Russell Wilson. You know, he's definitely going to be. You know, probably one of the leading quarterbacks all year long. You know, he's been looking really good. I mean, he was probably one of the better ones last year and could possibly win the MVP this year. So I definitely think he's one of the better people that you need to have on your team. There is a lot of other good quarterbacks out there, though. But then as far as running backs and receivers goes, I mean, you got a, you got a lot of options, to be honest. I mean, you got Josh Jacobs, Chris Carson, you know uh, – Clyde Edward Hilaire, I mean, he, he looked really good. His first game, you know, opened up with, what was it, 150 yards or something like that? So, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was a lot for a first game, you know. Somewhere in there. But, uh, yeah, some of the guys some of the guys I would have in my lineup is uh, definitely, like he said, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is going 52 yeah, and I mean that's that's crazy. Like I mean, it's ridiculous. Passing the ball. The Patriots passing the ball in two weeks. That's against. I know it's a depleted 
you know, yeah. a depleted Falcon secondary, you know, he did that week. To do that against the Patriots is, is pretty, you know, but, pretty big. I mean, for him to go. You know, pretty big statement. He did it, yeah, yeah. Like he says as well, week two, he dominated the Patriots. I mean, if you go back and watch it, the real reason the uh, Seahawks won was not because of that defense. It was because of Russell Wilson. Yeah, I mean, his ability, his ability to spread the ball, ball out around the field Martin. was, I mean, it was honestly impressive. Yep. But uh, I know Logan has this guy on his team. Um, the new running back from from uh, Jackson. Yep, I'm hoping he's going to be proud tonight. You know, Miami and uh, Jaguars play him. Yeah, it should be interesting to watch. Um, a few other guys that uh, went off the table. I don't really know if you know who he was. The Titans tight end, Jonu Smith. Dang. Uh, he put up 24 points. Caught two touchdowns. He might have had like 60 between That's pretty good. 80 yards receiving. But for a tight end, he's definitely a guy to watch. He, you know, he's definitely a guy to watch. Yeah, he's not uh, playing this week. Brown's kind of hurt. He, you know, he's banged up. And, yeah, he's not He's not going to be available this week for the Titans. Uh, and who, who does the Titans want? I want to say – crap, I have it on here. Hold on. I don't know exactly who it is. It's the Vikings. Yeah, the Vikings. Is it the Vikings? Yeah, the Vikings. That's it. They yeah. play, you know, they play Minnesota, and Minnesota's defense isn't that good. I think it'll be a field day for. Uh, I think it'll be a field day for Tennessee. Honestly, I believe uh, they'll get Derek more involved. I believe the tight end, who I said, John o. Smith. I believe he'll get more reception because of uh, AJ Brown being out. I, I, I mean, if I was a fantasy. You know, if, if I was trying to get somebody on fantasy, and more than likely he'll he'll be available in you guys' fantasy. Uh, he, he's going to be something to watch. Corey Davis is going to get the ball. Yeah, he's, he's going to get the ball, no doubt. Uh, like Logan mentioned, and I agree with him, um, I would have Zach Ertz on my team because Zach Ertz is playing that uh, Bengals yeah. defense, and we all know how that Bengals defense normally is, you know. Nothing to write home about. And Jalen Rager's out for the season. Deshaun Jackson's agent. You know, he's all he's you don't know what you're gonna get out of him, game in and game out. Um uh, you know him and Dallas Goddard, one of them's probably gonna go off. Um a few other He's been impressed he's been impressing Gary me lately, Jones. not gonna lie. I mean if, if if you have if you don't have Aaron Jones in your starting lineup, I don't know what you're doing. If he's on your team and he's on the bench, I don't know what's going on in that head. But you need to put Aaron Jones out there on the field on your fantasy team. No, they really didn't. The Saints they really didn't. didn't look good. And that's that's who they're playing this week. And Devontae Adams is banged up. You know. Their second guy is like Marquez Valdez-Scantling out of South Florida, you know, who really nobody pays attention to. Alan Lazard. Aaron Jones is going to get more carries than he probably has in any game, and he'll probably lead the team in reception like receptions 
and yards like he did last week. But um, that's definitely some of some of the guys uh, that we're watching out for. Um, some of the teams. Let's go. Uh, let's go in NFC. The NFC. Who's, who's who's the best team in the NFC? To Man, use? I'm gonna be honest. That's kind of tough. I mean. Uh, if you, I'll go ahead and go. The best team in the NFC to me, or the best teams, are the Packers and the Cowboys. The I mean, the Cowboys have been looking good. I don't like them. I don't really like the Cowboys. Man. But I'm, I'm going to go with a. I'm going to go with a the Rams. I mean, that's that's I'm pretty good. Not going to lie. Is my three. The Rams look pretty solid. Yeah. You know, they beat the Eagles by a ton, and they beat Dallas. And their defense is really there. You know, they got Aaron Donald. They got Jalen Ramsey. They got the guys on defense. They got Jared Goff. No doubt. Robert Woods and who Logan no likes a ton. Cooper Cup. They got him. They got uh, Daryl Henderson, Malcolm Brown. Uh, I, I like, I like uh, in this order, I like Seahawks, Packers, Rams. You go ahead with yours. You there? Can you, well, can you anyways, hear me? I guess we're having some technical difficulties. Okay. I don't know what was going on. But, yeah, yeah I, mean, I can hear you now. You there? Huh? Yeah. Uh, uh Got to be Seahawks, Packers, and then the Rams, like you said, you know, definitely, like, they're, I wouldn't call them a sleeper because, I mean, everybody knows how good they are. It's just – I don't know. It's kind of like they're having a slow start, you know. They, yeah, they haven't lived They haven't lived up to expectations. Yeah. You know, a few years ago when they played the Falcons, they had yeah. the team. And they still lost. They should have won. But I think now, you know, this is kind of their time to shine. They got, uh, yeah. they got guys on the offensive and defensive side of the ball, you know. And their coach is really good. So, uh, Jared Goff's playing well, too. Okay, well, now, you already know I'm AFC. a Pats fan, man. I mean, you got to go with the Patriots. At number one. Got to go with the Patriots. At number one. Two. Hmm. What about two? Well... I mean, honestly, the Steelers' defense looks really good, but they can't get a lot going on offense. But the Raiders, the Raiders look yeah, pretty decent all the way around. James Conner. The only really flaw that they have is their secondary isn't that good, but their offense is clicking. So I mean, I agree with that. They look pretty good. I'm going to go Raiders, too. So, you're going to go Patriots, Patriots, Raiders, and at three. Now, this is a tough one because, you know, I mean, Baltimore and Kansas City, you know, both really good teams. I mean, it's really a hard decision, to be honest. But if I had to choose, I think Baltimore – Baltimore – well, I don't know. They don't really have that many weapons. 
I mean, they got Marquise Brown, Lamar. Yeah, Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews. Yeah. Mark Ingram's off and on. Uh, Mark Ingram's agent. They had, you know, they got three guys in the backfield: Dobbins, uh, yeah. the rookie, uh, Mark Ingram, and Gus Edwards, who split carries. Yeah. But like you said, I mean, they don't really have a receiver that just yeah. stands out. Like, whoa, I need him on my fantasy team, and he's gonna put yeah. up more than fifty yards each week. You know, even fifty. Uh, I guess you could say maybe Marquise Brown, Willie Sneed, uh, but for sure uh, Locks on the offensive side of the ball. If you're talking fantasy, uh, definitely Lamar Jackson. And uh, yeah, no doubt. Probably, and then uh, I mean, you look at Mark Kansas City, and they got you know Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill. I mean, they're really loaded on offense. I mean, they got Travis Kelsey. I mean, they got a lot of targets. But I mean, I guess I guess it's just kind of a defensive yeah, decision. So, you know, uh, who's better on defense, Kansas City or the Ravens? And honestly, I think the Ravens are probably better on defense. Yeah. Yeah. That'll definitely be an interesting game to watch this Monday night for sure. Definitely uh, yeah. battle of two of the best. I wouldn't say like the best teams yeah. in the AFC, but. Definitely two of the top teams in the AFC, you know. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how Mahomes plays against that Ravens defense. You know, yeah. I don't believe they played anybody that's that good. They uh, they they played the Texans and they played the Chargers. I mean, none of them are, you know, nothing to just say, now, hey, they're terrible, you know. But, I mean, the Texans haven't looked the The Chargers are surprising me. The Chargers, the Chargers are surprising me this year. They actually you know, look really good, especially on defense. And with Justin Herbert coming in, I mean, Justin Herbert showed out the other night. That's your sleeper team. I, I would definitely, if I was a Chargers fan, I would definitely be happy with what Justin exactly. Herbert did. Exactly. I mean, the Super Bowl yeah, I mean, it was ridiculous. How they, I mean, it, it was a really you know, good game, like, overall. Yeah. That, that uh, the Chargers should have won. In my opinion, but I don't believe it should have went to overtime. But I believe both teams are good, and I'd be interested to watch that. You know, every they they play again. Yeah. You know, in Kansas City because they're in the same division. That's a division to watch. That's a division to watch. You know, you got Kansas City, Los Angeles Chargers, the Raiders, and the Broncos. The Broncos, you don't know what you're going to get. We yeah, can, which can, I don't you know, think either one of them quarterbacks are. You know. They probably shouldn't but, be in the NFL, to be honest. Jeff, yeah, I mean, I'm going to be honest. If I were the Broncos, like I told Logan, I would have gone for, like, A.J. McCarron or Jarrett Stidham or, you know, somebody of that caliber. Jameis Winston, maybe. I mean, I know he's had some down years. Maybe Taysom Hill. I mean, give up what you got to give up, you know. Put him in quarterback. I mean, you know, something for Denver. They, they yeah. They I mean, honestly, up, they man. really had they it. They had a quarterback since Faith. And talking about talking about Taysom Hill, that's got to be one of my favorite players that's in the league. Right. To be honest, man. I mean, he's just an all-around good player. You know, he's not bad anywhere on the and he plays everywhere on the field. Take Taysom Hill and put him at one of these um, one of these teams that's zero yeah. two. I mean, honestly, I mean, he's I one of them type players. Say put him put him on put him on the Lions or put him on uh put him on the Texans. 
put, you know, somewhere somewhere where he could get the ball and, you know, make an impact. Uh, he really doesn't get the ball. or I mean, yeah. he does a lot for the Saints offense, you know, as far as dynamics. But you put him somewhere else, man, and he, he'd tear it up. But uh, going back to that yeah. AFC West. Yeah, no Raiders, doubt. Raiders are something to watch, like you said. I mean, Derek Carr is playing freaking phenomenal. And yeah, no doubt. Josh Jacobs can run that thing. And I think, we all know that. I think with a lot of, Waller, you know, cars, like, I think a lot of him being as good as he is right now is just having a bunch of open receivers. You know, his receivers are getting open. And, I mean, I mean, honestly, they're, I mean, it's easy passes to make. I mean, all you got to do is throw it to him and they're going to catch it. Because, I mean, he's got a lot of weapons. You got Hunter Renfro. I mean, Ruggs, who I know hasn't really done a whole lot yet. But I still feel like he's waiting on it. And, like, Waller, like you said, I definitely think it's going to be, you know, if they can get it figured out, they'll be straight. You there? Yeah, can you hear me? Uh, uh, I just got a phone call. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, go ahead. Okay, which what was the last part you heard? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you guys. Somebody keeps calling me. I apologize. <laughs> but, yeah, man, like, I mean, I definitely think the Raiders have a chance to take it. I mean, at least to the playoffs. I mean, at least. I still feel like they have a bunch of stuff that they could open up, you know, yeah. as far as, like, their offensive playbook goes. I feel like there's a lot more things that they could get into. Uh, I mean, if they start – I mean, they've been doing really good. I think they should start, you know, spreading the ball around a little bit more than what they do now and start, I mean, you know, just spreading spreading the whole offense out in general. And if they can fix that secondary, I definitely think there'll be a team that could take it to the Super Bowl. I agree with that. You know, they got Jonathan Abram, uh, Damon Arnett. They drafted him from Ohio State. He's a rookie out there. You know, they got some young guys. I think Abram's like a two-year guy. Marcus Joyner, they're definitely young on the defensive side, you know, the back end. But the offense – they got a lot of young weapons, which is a good thing. Like I was saying, yeah. you know, Jacobs, Carr, still young, not too old, mid-20s. Uh, Ruggs, Waller, uh, Zay Jones, Nelson Aguilar, they, uh, Hunter Renfro, you know, they got the offense. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, so you're going to lock in New England, the Raiders, and Baltimore. Baltimore, yep. And Baltimore and Chiefs are close. Are close. Yeah, I mean, it's it's neck and neck for sure. I'm gonna have to go AFC. I'm gonna be honest. I haven't really watched the Ravens too much, but based on how they're playing, I know I've said this, and I'm gonna change my pick right here, Logan. You've heard this. I'm uh, gonna go with the Ravens at number one because they're proven. They got an MVP quarterback. Got a solid offensive line. No doubt. You know, like I said, they got the three running backs. The offense isn't, like, great, but the defense makes up for it. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And, exactly. You know, they just got the guys on the defense that uh, can can make that up. But at number two, I'm going to shock a lot of people. I told Logan this. I've been riding them a long ways. I know they played my team, the Giants, which aren't very good. but And they played the Texans. You know, they got Deshaun Watson, whatever, on subject. But uh, the Steelers. They're number two. Their defense is solid. They got T.J. Watt. Yeah, man. Go ahead. 
You got you to gotta look at the offense, though. The offense is not there. It's not there. If the offense turns on, they are a top three team easy in the AFC, in my opinion. If the offense comes up, James Conner plays like he should. Big Ben gets back to that, you know, I'm kind of good caliber, you know. Not, not just, whoa, just enough to get it done, get some wins, you know. If he plays like that. Yeah. James Conner plays like he should. Juju stays healthy and plays like he should. You know, Eric Ebron's good. They just picked him up. They got Deontay Harris. Uh, they got the guys to make plays. Benny Snell's good. I know you know who that is. Benny Snell's good. Yeah. Uh, but the offensive line, they've had DeCastro out. I think he's hurt, uh, David DeCastro. But uh, he'll definitely help along the offensive line when he comes back. Yeah. Uh, but that defense is solid. T.J. White, Bud Dupree, Joe Hayden, uh, Tony Harley. You know, Casey I Avery. definitely think that they're a team. I definitely think they're a team to watch out for. But man, like honestly, I just don't know if they can if they can get the offense right before, you know, it's the time for the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I know it's still early, and they got plenty of time to do it. I just don't know if they can actually, you know, put it all together. Yeah. Um, there, I'm going to have, I don't really know my three right here. I'm not as big on the Chiefs. This is surprising, but I'm not. They just didn't play good the other day. I know San Diego's yeah. good, but I have a three-way tie at number three. I have the Titans, the Raiders, and the Bills. The thing with the Bills is, yeah. Josh Allen is playing, like, insane. Nobody saw this coming. I don't care what anybody says. I know they got digs, but, I mean, nobody thought Josh Allen was going to play like this. I know they haven't played – That is very You know, true. they haven't played anybody that's just – I mean, the Jets and the Dolphins. Come on now. But they're a team to yeah. watch. That's why these three teams are at three for me. They're teams to watch that have played good. They're, like, on my radar, you know. They're, like, Lockhart. Yeah. Like, you know, just somebody to watch. Because they've all they've all exceeded expectations the first two weeks, I think. Yeah. Maybe except the Titans. You know, everybody knew they were already good. But the Raiders, they're playing pretty good. They beat the Saints. And they beat Carolina on the road. They're 2-0. and Nobody saw that really coming. They could give the Chiefs some, yeah. you know, a fight for their own money, you know. But uh yeah, like the like I said about the Bills, they got digs, they got singletary. I think they still got they got Cole Beasley. Yes, they do. They got Cole Beasley, uh John Brown. I told Logan about this. The guy's been putting up crazy numbers. I know he hasn't been playing anybody, but if he can continue that, that offense is pretty hard to stop. And no doubt. You know, on defense, they got Tredavious White and Josh Norman. Nobody even thinks about that. They got two. They got them two guys. Yeah. And, and I mean, everybody knows who Josh Norman is. You know, he's been in the league a couple of years. I mean, probably about what's he going on? Four years now? Five? Yeah. I'm just talking I mean, about. You know, he's always been one of them. Huh? I'm just talking about the fact that most people wouldn't think of. Uh, I, I didn't know it until I looked it up. Josh Norman's in Buffalo. I didn't know it. Yeah. That's uh, that's basically what I'm referencing. But for them, they. If they can continue, them and the Patriots will be an interesting matchup. Um, yeah. Definitely a little competition. Not really. You know, the Jets won't be any competition. And the Dolphins, it's always good to have competition, though. I mean, 
I like the Patriots. You know, I respect them, but like like Logan loves them. But um, it'll it's interesting to watch. It makes it fun to watch when you got somebody in your division that can you know kind of keep up. And, uh, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Do their thing. And I mean, it's, you know, it's like you're saying the Patriots. You know, they're you know coming in with Cam at quarterback. You know, brand new quarterback. Completely changes the offense compared to what you had with Tom Brady. I mean, you know, Tom Brady was a straight passing quarterback. You know, he never ran. You know, he could read a defense really well. And so when you bring in Cam, somebody who, you know, is a, I mean, running quarterback, you know, he can't make the same throws Brady could. And I think that's where a lot of our loss came in when we lost to the Seahawks. I mean, you know, he had Edelman coming across the field in the end zone. And, I mean, he just didn't put it in the right spot. You know, it's one of them balls it was just hard to adjust to. I mean, it probably could have been caught, but it was, like, just – you know, it was a hard catch to make. But if he would have, yeah. like, put it in front of Edelman, you know, it's it's touchdown and it's a game over, you know. And yeah. so, like, I mean, I definitely think, like, Cam is a good quarterback. You know, I'm an Auburn fan. So, I mean, I want to see Cam do good. But at the same time, you also got somebody like Jared Stidham behind Cam – who is like Brady and it was a passing quarterback and who you saw in the preseason last year who can make, you know, good throws, you know, throws that Brady could make. Yeah. And for a long time, you know, years where like, you know, Stidham is definitely the next Tom Brady. So, I mean, I mean, I guess you could run either, either offenses, to be honest. I mean, you know, it's nice to have a weapon like Cam in the backfield. It definitely throws the defense off their game when they got to account for the quarterback too. So, I mean, it's good to have him there, but I definitely think in certain situations you need somebody like Jared Stidham in a quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think Cam's definitely a guy that's got to adjust. Um, he's, he's a guy that's made their whole system change. I mean, you know, they're that, yeah, really. that ground-pound team. You know, we got three backs. We always got that back, you know, we can flare out, throw it to. And uh, they still got the guys, but they're a, they're a spread team. I mean – you're not going to see uh, New England under center. Uh, yeah, yeah I mean, barely ever. And it's definitely something they got to get used to. I believe the Patriots yeah. are more of a, a fit for Jarrett Stidham. But Cam Newton, I, I believe it'll take a few weeks and maybe he'll mold into uh, what the Patriots uh, hope it could be up in New England. But uh, yeah, yeah I, go ahead. I definitely think that if you get Cam in there, and start working on his passing game, he can become a really good passing quarterback. You know, I mean, he's he's an all-around athlete, you know. I mean, he, he comes in to a team that's not built for him, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it's, you know, it's kind of like, uh, what's that saying? Like, you know, he don't fit with the team. Schematically. But he can still make it work. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I mean – if he if if they start working, which I mean, you know, the Patriots always have a good quarterback staff, and they start working on his passing game, he'll be straight. I definitely think so. They got it. They 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 definitely got the guys around him. You know, they always have a good offensive line. Joe Thune, uh Yeah. Joe Thune. I don't know. I, I can't really name the offensive line that you might know more than me. You probably do. But you know, they got the guys around him uh, as well as weapons. I mean, you got Demir Bird who shocked many last week. Throwing the ball to Demir Bird, I mean, you know, who really knows yeah. Demir yeah. Bird if you're, uh, uh, you know, like a Seahawks fan? I mean, you know, nobody nobody expects Demir yeah. Bird to go off like he did. Nikhil Harry played well. Uh, Julian Edelman's just Julian Edelman. We all know how Julian Edelman is. 
uh, consistent. Go Pats. Always going to be consistent, but uh, the the running game is definitely something they got to improve on. I know they're the guys they have are good, but they they just have to do better of trying to get those guys more involved. Is what I'll say. Yeah, um, I definitely think so. Yeah, but uh, just kind of breaking news. I know this is off topic, but uh, looks like the Pac-12 is going to play a seven-game season starting in November. Yeah, I saw where uh, the Big Ten was getting it too. Yeah, it's uh, the only team that I think realistically has a shot in the Pac-12 is Oregon at this point. With a seven-game schedule, the only one that can prove enough is Oregon. And you know how Oregon is. They normally blow it. So, we'll definitely have to see yeah. how that goes. But going back to the teams, the Titans got a good defense. Um, got a good offense, you know. They picked up Jadavion Clowney. They got uh, Bayard, uh, Rashawn Evans. They got guys on that defense that are pretty good. Um, the Titans are definitely going to be a team that you need to watch. Yeah. Because, I mean, they got a lot of offensive weapons. I know A.J. Brown's hurt right now. But when he comes back, him, Corey Davis, I mean, I mean, it's going to be it's gonna be something to watch. Tight end, Derrick Henry. Um, yeah. Ryan Tannehill's playing pretty good. I mean, he's nothing to write home about quarterback, but he just gets – he does enough to get the job done. And Yeah, when you got – like he's got around him, it's hard to be bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the thing about it is the uh, the Titans don't have that woe guy at receiver. I mean, A.J. Brown could be the woe guy, but he doesn't get enough touches in my opinion. If they can get A.J. Brown more involved and Corey Davis more involved and the tight end more involved like last week, if you get all that blended in, you know, you get that chemistry, they'll be definitely be hard to beat. Yeah, no doubt. I, I agree 100%. But, uh, you know, I definitely think the Titans could use one of those little receivers, you know, kind of like Edelman or, uh, I mean, you know, somebody like that. You know, Adam Thielen, uh, somebody Danny, of that caliber. Danny Amendola. Yeah, I mean, I think any of them would be a good fit in the Titans' offense. Ted Ginn. Because, I mean, you know – you, huh? Ted Ginn from the Bears. I know he's old, but, you know, he's a speedster. He can kind of help that team out a little bit. Yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe – maybe. Um, uh, I don't really know who else right off the top of my head. Uh, you know, a little man who can fly. <laughs> There's not too many of them, but uh, maybe uh, – what's his name? DeAndre Washington, I don't know who he plays for, but he's a little man who can run, play receiver, halfback, kind of, you know, that flex like Deion Lewis. Uh, yeah, yeah, He's a exactly. guy that could definitely help them. But, yeah, the last time I said was the Raiders. Not the Raiders. I already went over the Raiders, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's about it. That's about all we got today. Um, appreciate you coming on, Logan. And, uh, no problem. Anytime. Uh, it was definitely fun, definitely interesting. And uh, me and uh, Logan, we might make our own podcast separate of this, uh, Brody and Broom podcast. So y'all be on the lookout for that. Um, make sure you go follow me on Facebook because that's all I have right now. Like I said, I've been busy with college, so uh, kind of uh, going to work on starting a website and uh, new Twitter, new Facebook, all that, Smooth Scoop. Um Follow me on uh, Facebook, friend me, Brody Smoot, and then follow me on Twitter at Brody Smoot. And, Logan, if you want to give your social medias out. 
I mean, it's all on my Instagram, uh, Logan underscore Broom 24. Just go hit me up, you know. But, uh, yeah, it was fun. And uh, we'll have to do this. Maybe we'll get to do this every day. I mean, it was fun to me. I'd, I'd definitely be down with doing it at least every other day, every day, you know, keeping people posted, you know. Yeah, definitely definitely on the weekends and stuff when there's games going on. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll definitely – we'll probably preview uh, – I don't know if me and Logan are uh, – what we have planned for tomorrow, I don't know his plans, but we could go over, you know, more college games, just make picks and um, make some NFL picks, you know. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Appreciate you coming on. And uh, Brody signing out, Logan signing out. Peace out, y'all. See you.